Welcome to episode 15 of Under the Holotable. This job isn't always pretty. A Holotable News Network Galaxy of Heroes podcast covering in-depth analysis, mods, tips, and the hottest topics from the Outer Rim. I am Boxy, and joining me on today's episode, we have Grand Arena Sarah. <laughs> not not very grand this last week, but oh thank no, you. <laughs> I just expect you to get first all the time now. So I, I changed you from assault battle Sarah to your true passion now, Grand, grand Arena. Arena. <laughs> yeah. uh, next season, yes. And we have joining us an up and coming content creator, Bobo Foot Gaming. Hi, uh, Boxen and Sarah. Thanks for having me. You are alone. Maybe I can help you. Uh, yeah, I'm Bobo Foot Gaming. Uh, people generally call me Bobo. Uh, I'm from Wolfpack. They're one of the top GP guilds in the game. Basically, I got into content creating because I've been playing the game since day one. And uh, I felt like I wanted to give something back to the community after with all the things I've learned over the years and maybe help some other people out. Yeah. Well, Bobo, you know, I was going through your history of videos, you know, and you know, you actually, while it seems like you're a recent content creator, you have videos on your YouTube channel going back three years. Um, a lot of your first, like your first videos were uh, Akbar lead in the regular pit raid. Uh, so I've actually watched a couple of those. It's kind of nostalgic to go back and uh, revisit, you know, when that was like an important step in the game. Um, it actually reminded me a lot of kind of my YouTube channel where just, you know, occasionally when I'm in the game or I think I have a strategy, I'll record it and just kind of throw it up there. It's just the gameplay, not really any um, narration or anything like that. And so, yeah, it looks like you've been adding to your channel for a really long time, but then recently you kind of took a turn where all of a sudden your video production and your game coverage really went up a notch. Um, and yeah, you've certainly been uh, garnering a lot of attention on our server and uh, we've been posting and sharing your videos a lot. So uh, we're really happy to, um, yeah, really happy to have you here. Um, and yeah. so with that, yeah, I kind of wanted to ask you a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, so also, you, you didn't mention you have an 8.2 million GP. Yeah, which definitely is a day one player GP. Um, and then, you know, so you've been all of a sudden you took a turn. So can I tell you, uh, talk a little bit more about kind of your journey from just like someone who throws videos randomly to really taking a, a effort into it? Yeah, so I, I used to just make videos when I found something interesting. And it'd just be a case of I was on my phone, I'd just record what I was doing and simply upload it and then maybe share it on my like on my guilds or my arena shards or whatever, just for other people to see and see what they felt. And then over the last, I guess, six months or so, I, I had a bit more time on my hands and I thought, well, this, this feels like something that could be interesting to do, try and make videos with a higher production value or, you know, talking over them, talking through my theories or having conversations with some of my friends and just uploading those to YouTube and see what, see what people felt about it, really. 
<laughs> yeah, it's been amazing. Uh, and then I was going to kind of ask, because really the heart, the meat of your videos are your slides. They're beautiful. They're gorgeous. They are easy to understand and they're a great reference. So, I mean, how long does it take you to produce those slides and then how long to put those you know, videos together? Well, it, it really depends. Um, if we take the, say, take the Conquests Sector 1 video, that one probably takes more than all the other slides because it takes a while to get the structure of the slide together and to make all of like the little avatars mm -hmm. for all of the characters and just have them lined up and displayed in the way I want it to. But once I've done the first sector, replicating that to the subsequent sectors becomes a fair, a fair bit easier. Mm -hmm. But the first one, I, I'm perhaps I spent half a day, maybe six hours making like the sector one slide, but then it might only take an hour or two hours to make like a sector it's, two slide. For example. It's almost like you're making like an initial template and then. Exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah, and I'm sure, especially because once you are really building the character icons or whatever, then you're just basically recycling those throughout a lot of the contests because yeah, exactly. you're getting a lot of repeated teams and characters and things like that. The the TB slides took quite a lot longer because just because of the sheer oh. volume of characters required, for, especially for the like platoon slides. Yeah, yeah, and, ha and having them all display on one slide and be big enough that everyone could understand it and section it off. That that took me a while to get going. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. I'm actually really excited. Yeah, we're gonna start uh, with our master code breaker talking about TV and the, your master series there. Um, but before we get there, I just want to touch on a couple other things. We just actually did an episode on. Uh, modding services and you actually mm -hmm. also have uh, an advert an advert on the hot utils and i was just kind of wondering you know uh how much experience you've done with the remods are you getting you know people uh, contacting you i guess you know place to start how many have you done uh i've well if we've done ones that have been paid for probably half a dozen so not a great amount but i do a lot of helping out uh the guilds i mean because i have an alt as well so I help out a lot of people on one-to-one -one just in guilds to get them to where they want to be anyway. So, and obviously being in a guild like Wolfpack, remod it, we have to remod every TW. Right. Wow. Just so like all of our counters are in a position we want them to be. So I'm, I'm remodding all the time for myself and for people that need help in various guilds I'm associated with. Mm -hmm. Plus, and I say not that many clients at the moment, but all the clients I've had have been super happy and most of them have been repeat business as well. So it's mm -hmm. awesome. Well, yeah, it certainly sounds like you have the experience. No, I'm not familiar. Is Wolfpack an alliance or is that uh, just it, No, it's, ju it's just a standalone guild. Okay. Okay. But yeah, you still have a ton of experience there. So yeah, with uh, lots of remodding, it sounds like. So <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that's really great just to hear that uh, people do hit you up, uh, you know, with um, Micaeus, who we had on, you know, he doesn't have an advert on there anymore. And uh, um, Pimpo is, of course, uh, the main uh, person with an advert on there. But yeah, you know, there's room there for more people to do. It. Yeah, I, th I think the main difference between Pimpo and someone like 
Micaeus and myself, I know Micaeus quite well, I've known him for a couple of years, uh, is that I think Pingpo does most of his, and I could be wrong about this, but this is just from what I've heard. He does most of his modding through um, a bot and then, so the bot does most of the work for him and then he touches things up afterwards. Whereas people like Micaeus and myself uh, do it as a more, as a personal thing. So we'll go in and we'll get the numbers for each character that we feel is the best the account can get to, not to a scripted number. Right. It's more. So it's a bit more of a personal touch, but also, you know, it's a bit more time consuming. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, because I was kind of wondering if like there's an alliance there. A lot of times it's, you know, you're helping some of the bottom, the low, the lowest guild in the alliance and things like that. But uh, yeah, it sounds like for you, yeah, I mean, you just, you're remodding a couple times every month, you know, for that TW. Yeah. So, and I'm, I'm pretty sure Wolfpack, you have a pretty good TW record, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I think, I think we beat most guilds that aren't Moore's top guild and Core Patrol. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like they're both fantastic guilds and obviously have a lot of GP advantage over everyone else. Yeah. Um, I, th I think most other guilds we have a at least winning record against. Right. That's great. Yeah, we had uh, Partick from Cop Patrol. Uh, Dave, uh, you mentioned, yes, the trials and <laughs> tribulations of uh, their uh, TW, <laughs> which uh, we will be doing a TW episode here at some point just to kind of go over how people are handling the changes and things. I've just kind of hoping that CG will at some point come out and say, hey, we've been reviewing the data and these are our takeaways. You know, I would like some sort of acknowledgement of all, from them of all the changes before we kind of move forward with, you know, a complete TW episode before they're like, oh, we realize that this isn't working. So there's another change like right after we do an episode like that. So yeah, I think while we're on TW, I think TW, like the number of teams you have to fight now is fine. I think they should just... Hmm change the amount of zones it is yeah i agree like the, the problem is how you progress mm -hmm. like if you could be attacking mm -hmm. three or four zones at the front instead of two mm -hmm. but you're you have to kill the same number of total teams i think it's more in, like i think it's better for engagement for guilds yeah but that's a great suggestion we'll see mm -hmm. Uh, lastly, before we move on, uh, you know, this is a new thing that's been happening in the game as of Conquest coming. Uh, there are enough people disillusioned with Conquest that they don't want to play it. Now, that doesn't mean they don't want to finish it. So a new trade <laughs> has emerged in Galaxy of Heroes, which is people providing Conquest services. Now, Bobo, you happen to be just such a sadistic person as, the, <laughs> as to not only play and complete your own Conquest, but offer to do other people's Conquest as well. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about what that's been like? Uh, yeah, I sometimes painful, uh, but sometimes fine. Um, it's it's always tricky when it's the first conquest in a cycle mm -hmm. because you're really learning what like the best discs are, what the best teams are, what teams work against what teams in conquest. But it's it's generally not too bad. Like I generally do a cycle of some battles in the morning and then some battles in the afternoon. I think, I think I was doing half a dozen accounts this conquest. Wow. So if you think that you're doing one account and it's painful, multiply <laughs> that by multiply that by six and then you get my experience. 
Yeah. Um, I, I have a question about this actually. Um, yes. So let, do, do people who, who want this, is it kind of like a, just do what you have to do to get me the max crate or is it a, I don't want to spend more than a thousand crystals or. Oh, okay. No, they, generally they just want me to get the, uh, the max crate, mm-hmm. but I'll do that as efficiently as I possibly can on their account. Yeah. Like there was, there was one uh, person who I said to him, look, it's really beneficial if I put a Zeta on this character. Mm-hmm. And it's really beneficial if I take this character up two or three gear levels. Is that okay? And he was fine with it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, ge- generally I do it for like if you're if you're spending money to have someone do your conquest, you right. don't want them to then go and spend all of your crystals as well. Right. So I try and do it for as cheap, as low crystal gear, etc., as I possibly can, because otherwise they're not getting the value for money, really. Right. Absolutely. Uh, did any of the people uh, take you, taking you up on your service uh, have the battle pass? Um, they all had the battle pass, and, and all of them asked me if they should get battle pass plus, and I said no to all of them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you just nice. went for the ten dollars version. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The, the battle pass plus is just not worth it for anyone. Mm-hmm. Okay, but then you did find value in the ten dollars one, especially yeah. running on the jumps. That's great. Oh, well, I, I bought it myself. Um, I, th- yeah. I think the $10 battle pass is actually, if you're going to spend money in Star Wars, yeah. I think that the battle pass, the normal battle pass is good value for money. Yeah. Like, you're, getting, you're getting 30 character shards of Boba. Mm-hmm. Now, if you, if you t- sorry, 20 character shards of Boba. If you take away what that costs you in conquest currency, you get to turn all of that conquest currency into... Anything. Gear 12 gear, gear 12 plus gear, relic mats, etc. All of which are much more expensive if you buy them in the stores. Mm-hmm. That's exactly uh, what I did. <laughs> yeah. You also get, I think, 30, bo- uh, 30 mall shards. Something like that. It's either 20 or 30 mall shards, I forget. But you get a number of mall shards, which then transfers into either mall, or if you have mall, shard shop currency. Mm-hmm. Shard shop currency turns into Omicrons, mm-hmm. which is essentially the new Zeta. And you just get like these little consumables, extra bits of gear and stuff as you're going along. But just for the character shards and the conquest currency that converts into, it's pretty good value. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, I, I bought the um, Battle Pass Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, and my my thought process behind it was because it's the first iteration i was like i want to be able to swap discs um without consequence to myself um and i did enjoy that i think if you're going going to get the battle pass plus you have to really make use of swapping discs constantly for it to be worth it um and and i don't find that the energy regeneration and the stamina regeneration was make or break for how quickly you could complete it um really like the the selling feature on it is swapping discs but once you find the the disc build you don't need that nope so that's that's exactly my thought yeah and which is why i was saying to uh to a couple of people in my guild i was like i probably would do the ten dollar one this time instead of the 30 because now i know what i'm looking for 
I was just going to ask, yeah, for the next iteration, if you're going to do the 10 and 30, if you would do the plus again, but it sounds mm -hmm. like you're going to get, but you are, you're not going to do that, but you are going to get the 10. 10 I, I will definitely get the 10. Then. Yeah. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. it, it also gives you the option for more discs after the mini bosses for two through five, because you don't have to get the um, shards for Boba um, in the middle. But they like are, for me, Star Wars, are, um, they're changing they're that changing layout. That. Oh, so you won't have are. to make that decision any longer. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, I heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> what I, did, it, I, know that. I don't know what it'll be. Like if you still get two discs and then the scap, like, but they have apparently said that they're changing it. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. Great. Well, something to look forward to. <laughs> um <laughs> And with that, uh, let's transition into our master codebreaker. So we're going to start off. Let's you uh, really pitched a, a wonderful series that you're covering with territory battles. Uh, you have that your master series, uh, and a lot of your breakdown is not necessarily on you know how to like go four of four, but what teams to use, how to break down your roster and how to, you know, most effectively, you know, get the platoons filled and also save enough to maximize your CMs. Um, and so you've done two uh, videos in the series so far. I guess I should start off and ask, uh, is the third one coming? Or are you focused on uh, uh, Conquest videos right now? Three and four will come. Uh, next week I have some Conquest videos to make, but they sh I should have three and four done before the next Light Side TV. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. Of course. Very exciting. Yeah. And... Uh, again, just the slides you did on these are just gorgeous, just really great visual breakdown for the characters and teams that are viable in these cases. Um, you know, for me, even I just rely on the crutch that is, um, the Galactic Republic team for like the ship CMs. But yeah. even then it was like, I was still learning there because you're like, well, hey, here's your core team, that CM. Like, why don't you platoon the BTL wing if you're not gonna use it? You know why? And it's, so a lot of times, you know, I'm saving basically anything for that team, but then it was like, oh yeah, why don't I just toss my BTL in platoons just for the heck of it, you know? Or um, any of the other, or, you know, probably, um, I can't remember the other one that um, stood out to me. It's just like, oh, yeah, that's like obvious. I've been saving that for no reason. Um, so I thought that was a really great breakdown in that regard. And then you also really push um, using the Rebel fleet in those ship CMs, especially in cases in guilds like yours that are such high DP, where you're actually probably only hitting that zone one day. And so you need to get the special mission done and the CM done. So, you know, having those two viable teams uh, is really important. And then I guess I wanted to kind of ask you with your experience with like the rebel team, you were suggesting like one of the relics on the Biston ship. Um, I guess, yeah, have you done that rebel um, fleet a I, lot? Uh, in I've, I've done it a few the, times. Um, I haven't had much success in sector four. That's, that's for sure. Okay. But in sector one to three, it's fine. Um, obviously, there's okay. RNG because you can get the you can get a bad uh, enemy composition to fight against. Mm 
Mm-hmm. But but generally, generally, like it it can win. the The important part of that is having the Biston's uh, U-wing, like with as I put with one of the Biston or the Scarif Rebel Pathfinder relict, because you really want that speed bump on Biston. Because once Biston gets going, the whole team gets going. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, one of the things I've been most excited about with the new gear farms um, or like the easing of the lower gear is that I might be able to finally get that Biston or Scarif Rebel Pathfinder to gear 12 because they're just, those guys are just monsters for your cuffs and your carbontes and your things. I've just never had been to like a level of farming where it's like you know my uh middle gear so uh, uh yeah i'm looking forward to once uh to switch lower gear level stuff mm-hmm. yeah scarif rebel pathfinder requires a lot Great. of carbontes yeah. <laughs> I, I was Great. looking at when i geared it up and i think it was basically the same as what general kenobi needed and everyone thought he required a hell of a lot when we yeah. were doing him originally. It's like, well, this guy who's essentially useless everywhere requires the same amount of gear. But. Well, I really like the speed build of the Mon Mothma team. And so I feel like they'll slot in there and then I could probably move Kara onto like a BAM team. Um, you know, yeah. when I, if I ever get around to building that team too. So, um, so yeah, I just would be so excited to get those two. And then especially for that ship, I mean, obviously we're way past the rebel meta, but um, that was a really fun meta that I enjoyed. And, uh, yeah, you can, it can still be a negotiator if you see one in TWTA. Yeah. So. Right. And you get decent banners. I mean, if you can have that, it just seems like such an important ship in GA if you have a really good one built mm-hmm. out um, for offense because it can it's take a, very a lot powerful of stuff. Fleet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, all the protection and health regeneration can get you really good banners. I mean, much better than uh, Grievous in some cases. So, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so then, yeah, a lot of, we'll go into a little bit more of just, you know, you basically break down each CM, each sector, Jedi missions, uh, you know, regular CM, you come up with some really creative teams, some really straightforward things, some things that, you know, are pretty standard. Um, and so I was kind of wondering if there was anything you wanted to jump out and highlight um, with any of your, uh, the teams that you kind of recommended. Um, we've talked a lot about the uh, teams. There's, there's one so. team I really love using, mm-hmm. and I'm not even convinced it's a very good split for people's rosters, mm-hmm. but I love using Jedi Knight Luke lead with uh, Kiadi Mundi, Grandmaster Yoda, and then Ray and Kat. It's, it oh. seems like an atrocious <laughs> split. Because you're not using a GL leader, you're using cat. But how I generally split my teams, it always comes up that I have JML for a Jedi mission. Mm-hmm. I have Jedi Master Kenobi plus Bad Batch for a Galactic Republic mission. I have CLS or JTR for a light side mission. And then I've always got this other light side mission. It's like, 
Oh, I'll use Ray on this. <laughs> Why Ray, not? Ray, you know, I'll, I'll use Jedi Knight Luke with Ray and Cat as support characters. And it, the team's so good, though. Like, I, I literally just press auto and it just walks through everything. Grandmaster Yoda. Yeah, Grandmaster Yoda, uh, not Sector 4, but Sector okay. 4, you sort of have. Yeah. Very, like, you have less missions and you have very specific things you have to do there. But for Sector 1 to 3, Grandmaster Yoda dies. The rest of the team just walks through the like the combat mission like it's nothing yeah that is uh holy i didn't i feel like you just took such a hard left turn when you're describing the the team you're like jedi knight luke lead i'm like yeah i run jedi knight luke lead too <laughs> then uh and Ray. Yeah, yeah totally it totally makes sense uh, let me just check that makes sense especially after the changes i mean i feel like jenna and luke went from my most reliable tv team to my least reliable team because you, took, you know you now i'm damage yeah now i'm kind of playing around with like what to do for my fifth because i have hermit yoda on that team but then yeah you were you had you slotted in instead of hermit yoda um grandmaster yoda i, I really like grandmaster yoda with jkl because obviously you just he just loops so much turn meter mm-hmm. he loops yeah. so much turn meter i did generally run a revan lead um and throw him in there because yeah he can just take out the stacks of b1s and b2s so fast yeah. and um what i we, i i also was running the same comp with that shock t well, a version of it that you were doing with shock t jolie and um old ben because there's such a powerful trio because you can always make sure old ben is taunting and then you can always make sure if he dies he can come back so it just yeah. those three kind of form a little circle of protection on whatever but the, then it's the, just the real core need enough of, offense on the team yeah the real core of that trio there of shack jolie and old ben is that you don't have anyone that gets the team going like you have to take your first turn right and you don't have like Han to take a pre-turn to start fueling your CLS. You don't have a GL who's got 550-something speed to take a first turn and get you going. So that team really needs someone there to get the team going. So Shaq's there because she gets turn meter if she takes damage. Ben's there because he gets turn meter if anyone takes damage. So you're more likely to get that turn before they do the enemy team does something impactful. And if they happen to randomly delete Grandmaster Yoda, then you've got Jolie to help you out. Right. And bring yeah. him back. Yeah. The other thing that's so beautiful about that team is that with old Ben, sometimes like without Shock T, he can get stuck if like he has a buff block on him because then mm-hmm. his taunt move is irrelevant because he can't cleanse when he tries to taunt so then you know or if like your turn order is out if your turns are out of order and like oh no like i'm vulnerable like this spy could snipe my jedi knight luke and it's like oh no here's shock t like she can just make sure old ben's taunting over there like out of nowhere so yeah it has just become so versatile with those three and then for me yeah i've just kind of been playing around with that fifth trying to figure out which i i do i, I put in uh hermit yoda because again I, I want that to jump out you know ahead for that uh that lead character but you know i just struggle to get the offense now you know to get if you run into geos at the end it's just such a struggle i mean i I pulled it off but i've also failed on it so it's just not actually since the luke changes i actually think because when i made this uh video 
it was the first TB. It was just before the first TB where the changes to all the characters came into effect. So I wasn't 100% sure how Luke was going to work. I thought it would still be fine, but I felt that hit and I've started transitioning to using Ki Mundi or General Skywalker just so you have mm-hmm. that second person who can deal a lot of damage because otherwise mm-hmm. like you get stuck in these little problems where you're trying to use the Luke mass attack the Luke's leadership mass attack to transition you into another phase and too often you're just leaving that last character at like five or ten percent health you're like if I just had another attacker here this would have been clean cut Yep. Instead, now I've got yep. Luke who has to finish him off with a basic and everyone else is at 50% turn meter and I'm going into the next phase with a problem. Yeah, exactly. I've, I've been putting, um, I've pretty much always put General Skywalker with my Jedi Knight Luke, but now like I feel like you, you need him there, him yes. or Cam. So Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I, I like Gas there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like Cam there, but Gas is far more accessible to the majority of people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've been throwing, like, slotting Jedi Knight Anakin over into that team, just so if I run into Geos, I've got an offense, an additional offense up, I've got, you know, an AoE that can take damage off of all of them, but the the thing that, again, what, like, was so great watching your videos was, like, I've been trading him in for, like, Shock T or something, and it's like, oh, you dummy, trade him in for Hermit Yoda, you know, and leave that trio intact. And yeah. So I'm going to try that next time um, mm-hmm. for sure. Just, yeah, find someone with the offense. I think I'm going to try and still leave Hermit Yoda over on um, that other team. And then, you know, one of the teams you suggest a lot, um, which I don't have much experience with, but I know Sarah runs, is that uh, Jedi Master Luke lead for mm-hmm. Jedi missions and kind of what the composition is to back him up so that he doesn't, you know, eat it because he can because he's just out there taunting the whole time yeah so um jedi master luke super powerful character so good so good (laughs) um so the the team i find best for him is uh, well without using jedi knight luke Mm -hmm. is um general skywalker and and or cam so one attacker to go with him Hermit Yoda, because that's a lot of sustain, because you've got the heal on basic, the mass heal, all all good ways of keeping Jedi Master Luke's protection topped up. And you really need... So then you have two slots. If you have the one attacker and Hoda, uh, so you then have two slots, which can be... You need one which has a dispel. Mm -hmm. So that's why I use Bastila, because you need to take off the damage immunity on droidicus mm-hmm. otherwise you get locked behind a droidica and they hit really hard and then you, i think i think like jedi knight revan's just fine there you can just pick off the person you want you get a free essentially a free revive on anyone that isn't revan mm-hmm. so that, that's pretty good i do almost the exact same thing so i usually do um jedi master luke obviously jedi knight revan Bastilla. Mm-hmm. um old either old ben or joy i like to take old ben in um mm-hmm. and then i take ayla and i just yeah ayla is really good and just stun the other team yeah it's yeah. so much fun always calling ayla for that stun i'm always calling ayla i'm always using his ultimate um i i usually have popped his ultimate before the first wave is over yeah 
and then you're just right. That's when you know you're doing it right. Yeah. And then you're like, cool. And you, you just coast to, to wave four after that. And Ayla, Ayla is so good for control in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. I like, I, think, I like Ayla. Very mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. I think the Bastila and Jedi Revan provide such a nice little one, two combo too. So if you yeah. get that like droid echo out there, I always like to like get that B2 like out of there first. And then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, Bastila get the, remove the damage immunity from the droid echo and then Jedi Revan target him mm-hmm. and then just take, and it's just so nice. You're just like, Oh God, I'm just going to get this guy out of here. Well, and if you're splitting, so I always do my one Jedi team is Jedi my master luke and my other jedi mission is jedi knight luke and if you're splitting them it doesn't make sense to put your old republic with jedi knight luke because they can't take advantage of his um leadership ability right Mm -hmm. so you're you're just wasting those slots in that scenario yeah i think jolie is the fine exception just because of the revive but yes Mm -hmm. yeah there's no point putting bastler or jedi knight revan with luke Mm -hmm. yeah and then Great. Uh, and so then, you know, we can kind of talk about some of the fringe teams, which we've covered a little bit, you know, we're blessed enough that we have some players uh, in our community um, that do a lot of the testing and give us feedback on teams like I'm on running a Mon Mothma team, you know, in TB or running the uh, Bad Batch you know, in TV mm-hmm. and stuff. And so you even, um, for this TV, you know, in some cases you found yourself recommending, you know, running that bad batch, you know, running, I think you had, you're running a uh, master Kenobi with bad oh. batch in some cases for like the galactic Republic mission. Oh, that's that team. That team is hot. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard nothing but good things about that team. That team is hot. <laughs> there's this little button in the top left corner of your screen that says auto yeah it's done oh man (laughs) game over is that where we're autoing tv light side tv now wow okay yeah not i tried it for the i tried it for the first time um in the uh third um sectors and um yeah and i i didn't have the wasn't so it's just doing it for the first time. I wasn't brave enough to hit the auto button, but uh, yeah, I pretty much cruised through it pretty straightforward. Yeah, um, I found it pretty enjoyable to to test out and play around with. I mean, I, I admit that sometimes it looks like it's going to go wrong, so I have to watch the screen in case it's going a bit south, and then like, oh, maybe I have to stop and press a few buttons. But generally, yeah, that that team is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially if it's like a release from the Padme team, which you're typically using with those, which had a lot more room for errors or dropped CMs Mm -hmm. with uh, Padme. Yeah, Padme felt that she just wasn't as good in TV as she was going to be. Yeah, because offense really doesn't matter. She's going to take people out using the courage but they just need to be durable. So I just modded the whole team to the nines with just as much help as possible and then hoped with all the assisting that would make it through. And generally they did, as long as they were just max health. So, Yeah. So that was great. And then um, I guess moving on a little bit to um, 
sector two, uh, did you want to talk a little bit about like the general Skywalker mission? I mean, that's kind of pretty straightforward. I mean, it's just the two tunes you can use there. Um, but you did a really great break background of just kind of like, you know, the options for modding and what you felt was most optimal. Yeah. So, so the important thing is the, uh, gas has a large health pool, not well, large health. The protections are relevant because he's going to lose the protection. Mm -hmm. And once he sits down once, you're sort of not that likely that Ahsoka's going to live. Right. I've tried to put mod Ahsoka in a way where you have the most chance because making her healthy and her basic obviously heals her as well. So maybe you get to stand up again with gas, but you want gas to take as many turns as possible. You want Ahsoka to take as many turns as possible. And when you get those waves where it's not just B1s and B2s, you want gas to hit them really hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, this is essentially the modding we do in Wolfpack. And we have a pretty good, we have a pretty good rate. Like I, th- I think it's very rare for anyone to get less than three waves. And I would imagine that probably around half the people get four waves, maybe more than that, but somewhere around there. So yeah, this, you just want gas to take turns. You want Ahsoka to take as many turns as she can as well. And you want them to just be really healthy. Mm-hmm. Like the more health they have, the less likely they are to die. Protection's essentially irrelevant because you're never going to have enough of it. Like he doesn't have enough 501st to give him that massive protection pool. Yeah. And yeah, you want a, you want Ahsoka to crit because you know the more she hits for, the more she's healing. And you want gas to kill things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been really interesting dealing with that since the changes um, to him. Because yeah, it's just I really just wasn't sure. Oh, sure, he's getting up faster. Is it easier? Oh, but he's not hitting as hard. Is that harder? Yeah. Um, and so yeah, I've still been just playing around with like going full health builds. Um, but yeah, I'm not having nearly the uh, consistency as I was before, you know, the gas nerf, um, cause I just always figured as long as he's standing, he's got a chance. So even if you get in a bad situation where the opponents get to tee off on you, as long as I've got a sliver of health, I can generally make that comeback. Cause you, you can just get that kill or, you know, do the AOE and all of a sudden you're like pump back up to full health and like ready to yeah. kind of tank some more, uh, move on. But, um, but yeah, so I just, again, I just, it's so great to get new perspectives on a lot of these teams and how other people are handling TV. Um, and then of course, yeah, you talked about your uh, Ray comp. You have some really cool Ray comps um, and ideas in here, but one that um, I didn't notice you adding in here was, do you ever throw Chewbacca with your like resistance Ray team, do you have any experience with that? That's like oh, one of the I, best. I have teams, a, I think, we, I like have a Ray uh, Vandor Chewbacca or Legend Chewbacca. Legend Chewbacca. Oh, I was just gonna say, yeah. Once he gets the blue buff from either Ray or from uh, uh, Bro Finn, uh, he just the amount of damage he does is just insane because he's just proccing three times. He's doing the. Uh, true damage and uh, just melts the other team it, it just it's so easy yeah I, I haven't i haven't actually done a lot with that i must i must admit even the 
comp composition that I put as what I felt was optimal because it's using a taunter, the Han Chewbacca combo and cat because cat makes people super durable. Mm -hmm. I don't even really use this composition anyway. I, I normally just use Ray mm -hmm. with the 501st clones. Oh yeah, because, I've, I've, I've heard good things about that too. Oh, they're unkillable. Mm -hmm. Like the worst oh. thing that happens is that they kill Rex and then five dies and your team has 500 speed. Right. <laughs> so really, you want them. Turn again. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely even better. Yeah, a lot of times my firewall first are just kind of sitting on the bench. So I, uh, I might have to resurrect that. That's mm -hmm. actually a great idea. It's, it's another great team that works with the auto button. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which is really should be the goal that we're all. <laughs> and it does well, work you... pretty well in sector four as well. Uh, yes, but you need to use gas with the 501st for the south mission. Oh, yeah. So if you're... Right. Oh, I was Ray Bad Batch. I'm thinking of. Oh, Sorry. Right. yeah. Ray Bad Batch in sector four. Uh, Super good. Yeah. Because you can't use them with Kenobi there because you yeah. really need Kenobi for that special mission. Mm -hmm. That's great. Well, I'm really excited for your third video to see um, what you have to say about the CAM mission. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you want to spill some beans here and uh, give a little preview. I'll, I'll give, you a, I'll give you a preview. Bad Batch and Omega for the CAM mission, garbage. Absolute garbage. Totally agree with you. Absolute well, yeah. garbage. Yeah, 100% agree with you. Huh. Yep. Okay. Completely overrated. Interesting. Everyone thought that that would be the use for Omega because you don't need her in any other game mode and she's even trash there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she's even worse <laughs> there. Yeah, I uh, I don't have Omega and I have no uh, in interest or in, uh, incentive really, I feel, to work on Omega because, uh, you know, my four Bad Batch handle any Grievous team in GA. Mm -hmm or TW with just the four of them. I don't need her as the fifth there. I mean, sure, it's a little bit easier, but not necessary to get a consistently easy win. So yeah, I, um, I don't have really Omega on. either. I just like between the two guilds, I mean, I've seen a lot of cam streams and people trying it and mm -hmm. the, the success rate is just considerably lower than yeah. Shaq 501st. Yeah, the, the, wow. prob the problem with the, the cam mission and using bad batch with omega there is in order for bad batch and omega to warn you win you need a very specific outcome you need specific rng to happen and you're never going to know what it is it's, yeah, it's, it's just not as it's not as easy to maneuver difficult situations also if you just think about how the bad batch team is trying to work mm -hmm. it's a team that you you want omega to assist a lot because that's what she does yeah and you're trying to use the hunter leadership to get a lot of turn meter, mm -hmm. and the reek just switches all of that off. Exactly. So mm -hmm. all of the best things about Bad Batch, reek says no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Try Not again today. later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, you know, because I always just had this. Uh, I guess, incorrect feeling that, you know, just people, the Bad Batch is more flexible, 
I guess I felt Bad Batch was more flexible and that the strategy was there. It's just people hadn't put in the blood, sweat, and tears into Bad Batch as they had with the 501st comp because, you know, just so much testing. You know what to do with the 501st comp at this point, no matter what the situation is. Like, mm-hmm. it, it is locked down in terms of um, strategy for every situation. I just felt like, oh, you know, just the Bad Batch hasn't gotten that much attention. But it sounds like, yeah, there's a fatal flaw there that uh, it does keep them from... A, being achieving that status it also means you can't use them with kenobi and press the auto button <laughs> that's very true <laughs> Which is super important yeah especially when you start getting into the sector three and four so um great i'm just kind of um looking over anything else i guess if you're uh, uh sector three or four vids or you know what uh, some nexu advice you uh, might have slotted in there Oh, I'll, I'll certainly do something on Nexu, but Nexu, as long as you have either Kenobi or Cat, the Nexu yeah, Cat seems like Cat is the Cat is yep. the key. Like Kenobi makes it trivial as well, but you want Kenobi for the special mission, the sector for mid special mission for Galactic mm-hmm. Republic Jedi, but Pad- Padme, GK, Ahsoka, Anakin, mm-hmm. and Cat easily gets that. Uh, gets that next mission done. Yeah. Yeah, we've never gotten to that section, so I'm really excited someday when I get to finally face the Nexu and break out my cat. And oh, that, that is a that is a fun... That was a really fun fight before the cat existed. Yeah, I believe that. <laughs> okay. I've, I've only ever done it with cats, so... And it's just... It's so much fun. Yeah. Oh, no, no. You just, you just walk through phase one and then get into... The next zoo and you were dead. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it sounded like, I mean, did you have much success with it before? I mean, it sounded like no. before, <laughs> oh, okay. I the the best I got was getting the next like, offense builds like was the way to go, or you just tried to blitz it. Oh I, okay. yeah, I I okay. tried that. Wow. Uh, I could good. only get it to about 30%. Yeah, mm-hmm. still not consistent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not like cat brings it so that's great yeah so i mean you know sadly with these tbs gls are king you know you are really achieving your best with you know your kenobis your rays your mm-hmm. lukes um although you know big shout out which you bring up a lot and i think you use a lot which is the rjt team probably the best non-galactic legend team for the tb mm, uh, once I you master the strategy CLS. of it i think CLS, cls is the best team oh you put cls better mm-hmm. i would too to be honest with you yeah. wow okay i guess i've just heard a lot i don't run that but i've heard a lot of people you know either it's a four four or like crashes and burns in wave one it's like yeah, a rare like it, middle ground it, it shouldn't ever really die in wave one i think the people that die in wave one probably aren't playing it properly because mm-hmm. the team is quite unintuitive okay because yeah, it feels because when you play tb yeah it feels like all what you always want to do is kill the b2 first right right CLS doesn't want to do that. No. CLS doesn't remotely care about the B2. Yeah. Okay. So what you want to do is either stun the high... So Han's turn, you want to stun the high damage threat, mm-hmm. so the sniper droid or the droidica, 
or stun the Magna Guard so you can kill whoever you want. Mm-hmm. And you'll just let the B2s and B1s kill themselves to counterattacks. Yep. Wow. Okay, great. Well, it sounds pretty straightforward. Yeah, I'll definitely have to try that next time. Maybe I'll uh, play around with that instead of my RJT. It does struggle if you get General Grievous in wave four. It's probably yes. it, it uh, straight up. Yeah. I mean, then, have you beat it with Grievous in wave four? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a strategy. Can you break down a little bit of that strategy? Well, beating it, Grievous with that team? If it's the Dooku, the Elite Dooku Elite G, GG composition, it's fine because the GG is actually less powerful. But the ones where it's the GG main and then it's like the uh, BX droids or yeah. whatever they're called. Uh, and it's like double Magna Guard and like double BX droids or something. Those ones are tough because you can't really burst down GG and then you get stuck behind killing someone else. And then once GG takes turns, mm-hmm. he just kills people. He just hits too hard. Like the CLS team has to cascade turns because if it doesn't just keep going and going and going it's too fragile to live through like the big attackers actually hitting them Mm -hmm. like general grievous will just one shot a han when he has crit immunity Mm. just doesn't matter wow okay yeah especially he's taking back-to-back turns i'm sure it just wipes him out yeah yeah um because yeah that actually leads me into one of the things i wanted to mention because you even say you know you also bring up the rjt team and you you say the same thing like its weakness is also the grievous team and you know because i run that every tb and so i just kind of wanted to quickly briefly myself go over um you know my strategy as i've started finally getting a lot of success against those gg comps Mm -hmm. with my rjt and basically what i've been doing is i get in and then like i pop that illuminated destiny and then so i can get the expose on everyone and start controlling tm and then just slow play it as much as possible generally you'll kill one person and you can eat that one like aoe from grievous so that's fine but then just make sure you don't get a second one and then by the time you if you can make sure no one else dies then grievous is basically exposed you can pop that second. You also have like risk of protection, pull him down. And then you can just pop Illuminate Destiny and do like the triple attack from Ray. And generally you'll kill Grievous. If that's what's been happening for me. I've killed him every time on that triple attack with all the buffs. And uh, and then it's from there, it's just easy cleanup. But um, yeah. so that, that's the strategy that's been getting me wins. Yeah, that, that sounds completely reasonable. I, I must say that in the history of Swigo, JTR has been one of my favorite teams to use. Thank you. I just, I just love playing that team. Mm-hmm. It's so fun. Mm-hmm. Totally agree with you. Yeah, what's well, so reminiscent of the Zeta Finn, you know, it, oh. which is just, it, it's great because it has a strategy to it. It has an execution to it. And when everything is going right, you just feel in total control. And, and you it, know, uh, it's very satisfying. And it feels like, I'm not sure if this is just me, but it feels like playing the JTR team, it always feels like you have to make a lot of correct choices, a lot of correct decisions. Yes. So it feels like it's a team that rewards you playing well and punishes you if you play badly. Yeah. And I, I, like, I like that feeling. Yeah, you can totally either like 
misclick and not even just playing it well, but playing it well for the specific scenario that you're in. And uh, I, I don't know about you, but sometimes, especially with Conquest, you get like into this mindset and then you go play a different game mode and you just kind of get into it and you're like, oh no, I, I did that wrong. <laughs> uh, and as like, soon as you, with with uh, the JTR team, as soon as you have that happen, exactly what you said, it, yeah. it really punishes you for making a mistake. But speaking of that, going from one game mode to another, mm-hmm. I, I can't count the amount of times where I've been doing light side TB mm-hmm. and then I've gone into GA and, got, and gone, why isn't my Padme double tapping against these D1s? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> yeah, what? Is yeah. the game bugged? <laughs> GMY only took one turn. What is yeah. happening? Or you go from Conquest to Arena and you're like, why didn't my whole team assist? What's happening? <laughs> Yeah. 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 Especially once you've been like doing conquest like really heavily, and then you go back and you're like, oh, right, I had no discs in this mode. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I guess the last thing I wanted to do to tie a bow on the segment for TB was, you know, you brought up using the Holdo fleet um, in as like kind of a backup case. And I was wondering how much experience, because you said you were going to test it. Your video said you were going to test it. So I kind of wanted to get feedback on how that went. Yeah, I must admit, I didn't test it. (laughs) (laughs) I did did watch some videos on YouTube about it, which is where I got the idea from. And, oh, no, hang on. I used this in Sector 4 two light side TVs ago and won the mission. Really? Hold on. Sector 4. Yeah, but I didn't record it. But I didn't record it. (laughs) Damn it all. (laughs) Yeah. Because I was like, this is never going to work. It's it's sector four. Mm-hmm. But right. it did. I, so I think, and I think it was lucky because I think if you get, say, I think it was, I think it was Bounty Hunters. I was going to say, do you remember what, what fleet you pulled? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Bounty Hunters because I don't think you'd have a chance if you got Geos because mm-hmm. they, they just nukes, just nuke someone really quickly. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I do remember that Poe got really close to dying. But yeah, um, I'll, I'll do some more recording of that. I'll make a note to make sure I actually try it every every sector. <laughs> yeah, I was excited. I was like, "Oh man, I can use Holo and TV. That would be exciting." But uh, but yeah, so I'll let you do the testing, and uh, I'll keep an eye out for uh, <laughs> yeah. future TV videos. If it, if it works, I'll uh, I'll put some videos specifically of Holo and TV up on my channel. <laughs> Okay, great. Uh, well, with that, I, I think I'm going to move on to Conquest, mm-hmm. the efficient approach. Um, so, you know, you you were, I think, one of the first people to put out a Conquest video for Conquest 10. I know as soon as you released those, like, first two videos, I think, on it, uh, they were in our Discord. We were all mm-hmm. checking them out. Um, and just at that time, it was really all just like theory crafting. And I think you did mm-hmm. a great job. You know, one, 
collecting all the information. So one of the difficulties with tackling a new conquest is just handling or being able to process all the information that's like coming at us for a new conquest. And I thought that was so valuable with your videos because really, you know, again, getting back to your slides, you know, it's like all right there and it's easily digestible. And then even if, you know, sometimes I was watching your stuff and I was like, oh, that gives me another idea, you know, like maybe I could tweak that or whatever, but it really gives you a really good basis for like going in and just uh, before I hand this off, you know, <laughs> which I, I love that you really titled this the efficient approach because I don't feel like I did that bad this last conquest, but I really realized my lack of efficiency where like for like the armor shred thing. I wasn't, I was really doubling up any teams or feats with this latest conquest. I was just like, I'm going to get done the armor shred feat. I'm going to put together like one team that's all armor shred and I'm going to get that done in like two nodes rather than, you know, what you were portraying is like, here's an idea of like a single comp. You can stretch across multiple nodes and slowly take out multiple feats. Um, mm -hmm. Like for instance, your uh, sector one adding Chupio as the fifth to like multiple teams you basically threw out three or four teams it just had like chupio as the fifth and so then you're going through getting a lot of those things done but then he's just getting your evasion down as you're going through and why not he's going to assist a lot probably won't be hard to get three or four per sector mm -hmm. and so again that was just like oh why didn't i do that <laughs> well that's a that's a good point because i'm making another set of videos on how I'm going to be approaching the next conquest and how I'm going to make it super efficient. Now I have all of the information, but that's a good point because I did put in about using uh, 3PO and Chewie in a lot of teams. It's completely pointless. You shouldn't do it. Yeah. I was going to say. <laughs> because Aura Sing will get you all of the evasion downs you could ever need when you're farming the sector one boss with bounty hunters. Yeah. And, oh. and Zam. Oh, sorry. That's, that's yeah. what I Zam, yeah. yeah. Zam will get you all of those evasion downs you will ever need. Yeah, I threw her on to my bounty oh. hunter team for sector one. Um, but I, I went, I did I did the sector two, started to hop around the stealth with Aura Singh so mm -hmm. that I could get my bounty hunter kills there. And then after that, you need 40 bounty hunter wins. You might as well yeah. use Zam and get your evasion down at the same time. Yeah, honestly, when I, I didn't even realize that Zam had evasion down and, and until I was doing a bounty hunter fight and then all of a sudden the feet popped up and I was what how did that happen <laughs> you're like who who did this <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. it's bugged again <laughs> now is Zam a support though so that would no she's in a, she's like an attacker with... she's oh okay attack. never mind carry on but you can get <laughs> she, that support fine. that support uh cleared so quickly with the slicker cheese team, the no support feat. Um, and you, you well, can. The, the no support feat is also basically free because yeah. you'll get it from the bounty hunters. Yeah. Like if it feels like because of how capped on power bounty hunters are, you really have to be selective about how you use them. Mm -hmm. Yes. So if you're going to be efficient, the best way to use them where you're not going to lose any fights is the sector one boss and because there's a million bounty hunters that are attackers you're just going to get the no support feet for free essentially and because of zam you get the evasion down on feet for free as well yeah it's, it's really good mm -hmm. 
Yeah, because I was even just thinking, because you have that clone trooper one in there as well. Oh, yeah, Rex Arc So that's why I was kind of, you were kind of double dipping with like, right, yeah. right. And so I was thinking, could you put together a comp that was like Hunter, like with a like Master Kenobi that's like Hunter, Wrecker, and then uh then basically like arc and, then and like echo what, arc and oh echoes arc and support, fives so or arc something and fives, so then you yeah. or, or arc and then through troop you in there so then you would like be killing clone troopers have no supports and you could be inflicting that evasion I, down I, I think if you do a comp then, that goes too far away from using like all the bad batch or mm -hmm. all the 501st but you're using it under kenobi you're going to get stuck too often that kenobi's going to snipe kills Oh, Bad Batch, right. Bad Batch right. doesn't have that problem because they deal so much damage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like yeah, Tex AOE deals a ton of damage. Hunter, Hunter double taps on his basic. He deals a lot of damage. Echo can call Hunter to assist, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Like the team, that team doesn't have to have Kenobi get kills and can stop Kenobi sniping kills. You just mm -hmm. never pop his ultimate. I didn't say it was a good idea, and I'm glad you shut it down. <laughs> go over it, you know. I, I probably will test it on one node just to kind of see as much as you can, you know, and finding notes that you can get them. You're going to get your frenzy. You're going to get your invasion down. You're going to get your no support units. So, you know, knocking those three out. Yes, sector one is actually so nice when you look at the globals. Because... You know, get those 50, you know, find a node to farm for the clone trooper. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All, the only thing you have to worry about is clone trooper kills because... Mm -hmm. Every other feat in that sector is going to come naturally from bounty hunter farming, yep. which I means actually, you're really go on. Oh, sorry, I was just gonna say I actually used it that that feat against an imperial trooper team because you can get seven in a fight. Eight, they have three yes. free deaths. Yes, you're right. Eight. Yeah. I was timing out, so I was getting seven. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But so um, you can find a Django lead with yeah. Boba. You can get seven that way. Mm -hmm. Like there. You can find geos for six. There's always there's always teams you can find to get yourself a few extra kills. Mm -hmm. But I always like to base it on what if I see none of those teams in the whole sector. Yes, that's that is very true. Yeah, yeah sector, sector, sector one's so great because as I say, you only have to worry about getting your 50 clone trooper kills because everything else, every other feat in this sector, well, far the mini boss feats. Is going to come naturally from farming your bounty hunter kills. So you can just work through getting through the sector with diverse teams. So like mm -hmm. you can use all of your GLs, you can use your CLS, you can use your Imperial Troopers, et cetera, et cetera, and just really blitz through the sector. Yeah. That's that's how I'm going to do it. <laughs> that, now I know I don't need to use 3PO and Chewie anyway. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice. Okay. And so then you would, so if you're going to blitz through it and then you would just kind of come back and farm it with the bounty hunters. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't think there's a more efficient way to complete the bounty hunter feats than just farming the uh, GK boss. Mm -hmm. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, and so the kind of nice thing is with the mini boss and boss feats on all of the SG, uh, conquest is they're very similar generally one is like no bounty hunters another one is generally no jedi sith or ufu figure out what you want to do in second one is pretty much just kind of repeat it all the way up more or less um 
And so then, um, yeah, I guess move on to sector two a little bit here. Uh, oh, I wanted to, before we move on, I want to mention your breakdowns, you, which you actually added, uh, thank you very much to your conquest uh, slides page. I think this was so cool for me because Again, I feel like my, that's the worst part of my efficiency was like the number of battles I was taking per sector to like complete the feats or complete the globals or, you know, doing those things. And so this really puts it in a digestible way of saying like, you can complete this in 24 battles, you know, or like, here's look at, let's like look at the overall and what's the minimum, you know, you might be able to do, or what's a reasonable amount you know and so now this gives me a benchmark that I didn't have before for what to expect and how the goal I should be striving for for number of battles per in a sector to complete everything mm -hmm. so um, I highly recommend everyone um, which I will post um, after this episode uh, posts uh Bobo's Discord link. Uh, he does have channels for all of his slides, which makes them really easy to find. And I definitely, and he has more slides coming. So I'm sure there's a lot more <laughs> good stuff uh, coming with uh, more of his breakdowns now that he's had more time to digest everything the conquest is about. But um, yeah, I just really love these breakdowns and uh, I'm going to be studying them a lot in terms of what I do for my next conquest. Um, so going on to uh, sector two a little bit, um, you have, uh, yeah, I just hear general night sisters, you're going through, um, you had a really good team for the stealth and the armor shreds. Yeah. If you want to uh, kind of talk Jedi about Master Kenobi with Kiadi Mundi, General Skywalker, C3PO and R2D2. So C-3PO is going to automatically give you one stealth every battle because mm -hmm. he starts with stealth. R2-D2, he's going to give you four stealths every time he uses his first special. Kiadi Mundi, he has an armor shred on his second special if he's in his attack stance. Mm -hmm. And Gas has an armor shred on his first special. You then have the synergy between... C-3PO and his translation stacks that you can try to ramp those onto whichever character you want. And then, one, and then once you have the three stacks of translation, you can use Jedi Master Kenobi to call C-3PO's to assist to reduce cooldowns on everyone with three stacks of translation. And then you can spam those specials more. Mm -hmm. So you can probably get you should, at bare minimum, get six stealths per fight mm -hmm. because one, one, R2, uh, one R2-D2 special, one C-3PO special. But I wouldn't be surprised if you couldn't get 10 to 12 stealths per fight. And you should get two to four armor shreds per fight, I would have thought. So this team can really work through both of those feats really quickly, especially if you find a team that you can't actually kill all that quickly, but doesn't actually yeah. pose any risk of killing you. Right. That's the key. And I think I would probably try Cat in there, but it's just kind of hard because does she apply Armor Shred before she, she does that kill? She Do only know? provides Armor Shred on the second special once she's used okay. it as an Which is what I thought. So that first one's going to kind of be a waste if you have that second one. And sometimes but, for but this it's, one... It's uh, good versus a, if you find a Night Sister team. 
Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, sometimes I like finding that um, bounty hunter team too. Not that I would use cat's uh, first move on Django, but then once Django has immunity, you can just tee off on him. You know, putting sure. a tons of armor shreds and not kill him. You know, if like oh, yeah, Anakin sure. is, you know, just armor shredding him over and over, um, you don't have to. You, it's nice you can kind of take advantage of that a little bit and draw out the fight that way as well. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's pretty good. I mean, the sector two is actually pretty straightforward. And I think a good case where, you know, squeeze in those bounty hunter fights where you can, um, you know, just kind of keep an eye out. For guess any cases, I mean, I know you still need the 14 Night Sister um, one. So I guess there really isn't that much room to hit the I think the, the Night sphere, Sister feat is completely skippable because you oh. have 32, yeah. you have yeah, 32 points of wiggle room. Um, so yeah, nice sister feet is pretty skippable. Okay, yeah. so that's the one you would suggest skipping. One of it, them. Well, it, it really depends on your roster because if you don't have yeah. bad batch, you can't exactly. really afford to skip it. Yeah, like I skipped bad batch, but I did night sisters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, good point. So the, the basically you're saying it kind of really comes down to one of the others of those. Yeah. Yeah, like I th- I think most people will skip the smuggler global feet. Right. Because it's 15 banners for 40 fights with a bad team mm-hmm. essentially yeah yeah you can get dated this work and it becomes easy but still it's 40 fights mm-hmm. you don't want to do two 40 fight globals because it's going to cost you just too much energy to do mm-hmm. so then you have to think well what's my other 17 points of wiggle room you could skip bad batch and night sisters but then you have no flexibility on what you're going to do with the gideon boss Mm-hmm. or the Gamorian guard must live feet and stuff like that. So you sort of have to do either Bad Batch or Night Sisters, really. Mm-hmm. Just to give yeah. you more flexibility. Just to give yourself, yeah, exactly. Just to give yeah. yourself enough room that you can still get the red box. Yeah. Yeah, I did the Smuggler and the Bounty Hunter 40 battles, and it was painful from first experience. That was a lot. Mm-hmm. It was a lot. And it, really it was because it's like, especially with the smugglers it was like three battles a day with those smugglers having to like make sure that i was getting three in a day which meant like a morning you know midday and night battle you know can't miss a one or else you'll run out of time with the 14 days mm-hmm. um you know and I, I did finish it a little bit early um which was nice i think you do have a little bit of wiggle room but if you're not diligent on it you could easily run out of time in 14 days to do 40 uh, battles with that team mm-hmm. uh if you well, don't you, ha- have you, you have to group. do 2.8 fights a day yeah with yeah, each team right. When you think about it, that's like right. that's 120 energy a day, and you get yeah. that's basically what you get in a day for free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guess that was kind of my concern because I didn't know going because I knew that I could get that smuggler one. It would be difficult, but I knew I could get it compared to some of the unknowns in sector four and five. Whether or not I would like it would be easier or better for me at that time to skip those. So then I would at least have more decisions to make, you know, Mm -hmm. if it's like, Oh God, I really want to skip that in like sector four. And so at least now I can still, I know that I have that wiggle room because I'm doing the smugglers early on in sector one. So, Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I guess I will look into skipping that one. Cause yeah, that would save me so many crystals skipping that smuggler 40 battles would be a ton so that would be huge um so that's really great um and then you know sector three is there's i think a big 
elephant in the room to kind of discuss because I can't imagine they're not going to fix it. But this is also a kind of a case where, you know, you really realize watching your videos like, oh, he hasn't made it here yet. Because you go over some great teams for like getting the rebel fighter feats, which is going to be great going forward because they're going to probably fix the bug. But of course, you know, in this last iteration, it was just put a single rebel fighter on any team, get the kills and it counts. So it was so nice, so easy, so quick. I loved it. I hope they don't fix it. It wasn't even that. It was put a single rebel fighter on the team, take slicker, and then also add Fennec Han and Boba. And you're doubled, you're triple dipping. Like, right. Mm-hmm. Right. Also, right. it was yeah, it's so- also it was also counting for, I believe, uh, if you were beating Mon Mothma teams. Themselves. Yes. Yes. You could so take you no rebel, rebel fighters with mm-hmm. anything. You were getting kills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So we were doing some, and we were getting nine, nine or ten rebel fighter kills per fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one went fast, which was uh, I so <laughs> easy because I'm not looking forward to having to do. The hard way, mm-hmm. uh, which I expect we'll have to do this next oh. time. So uh, that's where your video does come in, actually, pretty invaluable. You um, do recommend a Mon Mothma team uh, with Ray um, to kind of you know blitz those down, and then you also throw if, Sabine in there to uh, see if you can get some staggers. If they fix it, so because I was getting it with Ray getting the kills, right? Yeah. If they fix it, that it doesn't count for like it has to literally be. The uh, the rebel fighter that gets the kills, mm-hmm. there's still going to be a way to cheese it. Mm-hmm. You just need to find a Padme node, because mm. they reflect the damage, and it's Ooh. the rebel fighter who deals the damage yeah. and then deals the damage to themselves. So they'll kill themselves and it still counts, mm-hmm. theoretically. But Momo's a, Momo's a really bad team. If you have to do it with actual Mon Mothma as a five man team, I think it's going to be a problem. That's that what would, I'm not looking forward to, but that makes me wonder as well. Cause I think it was the last iteration. If you ran into a Jawa node and you died from the detonators, it was the same thing. It counted as the kills. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I wonder if that would work here too. If you ran into a Jawa node, um, maybe, maybe. Interesting. Yeah. I'm kind of excited. <laughs> not hopefully excited, they don't think not excited it. at all to see kind of what that's like uh, next time. Um, considering it was uh, just a real bone. I think they threw us that, that bug <laughs> made yeah. things a lot for that sector. Once you got there, which was really nice. Um, and then honestly, of course, you're no the CG, they probably can't so- fix it anyway. <laughs> oh, okay. I would hope it. Yeah, so much. Um, so Sarah, I kind of want to talk to you. I guess. Well, you know, your bad batch isn't great. I mean, if, if these are I'm, your shot team, your team, uh, yeah. of your bad batch. You know, did you both skip the bad batch feed? I did. Uh, this is this is from my alt account, and oh, okay. yeah, I skipped. I was going to say it. Mm-hmm. eight point. I, I assume you had them. I skipped four total feats. One of them was bad batch. Um, I skipped Gamgard surviving. I skipped Fennec and Boba Fett surviving in Sector 5. And then in Sector 2, I skipped winning with Aura, Dengar, and Bosk surviving. Because my Aura is like gear 4 or 5. Like, she's yeah, not going to survive. That's <laughs> no problem. You can yeah. do that. You can do that easy. Uh, when we get to Sector 5, I will explain to you why I didn't want to bang my head trying to get it. Um <laughs> But uh, yeah, that, that was what I skipped. And then a couple of nodes I didn't clean up. But, and I still finished with, with uh, you needed 6.30, I think, 
to get the the red box and i finished with 633 632 or 630 i had two or three key cards extra so and then uh sir were you able to kind of move forward in sector three with your smugglers uh because i know that you were kind of recommending that so you can kind of knock out some staggers or did you just kind of maybe do some farming in sector three once you found an easy node i did farming once i found a bad batch node without over prepared i just farmed them Mm-hmm. And then once that was done, I went back to sector one and farmed the rest of my smuggler wins there. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, uh, far, I basically found a Ewok node in sector one that was so easy. It just could auto every time. So that, that's the way I went um, for farming my smugglers. Which was, but I, I wish I had done more of that in sector three. So I could have gotten the stagger. The, the easy. So, I mean, I, I use Han and Chewy on my smuggler right. team. So right. you find a bad batch team, you shoot Echo, it's done. It's done, right? Yeah, you uh, you covered that quite extensively <laughs> as well with uh, Sir G and I, yeah. I uh, on the last episode. So I certainly hope he kind of figured that out as well. Yeah. Um, and then, um, and so you, yeah, we're basically just kind of recommending the Mon Mothma, you know, triple dipping. You know, you got Mon Mothma, you got your Ray, and you got your. Um, Sabine for getting those staggers out there. Now, do you need Sabine's Zeta for her stagger? You do if you want to mm. inflict stagger on everyone. Okay. It's only right. single yeah. target stagger without it. Right. What I want to put that out there if you're thinking about Yeah, what I've actually transitioned to for this team mm-hmm. is Mon yeah. Mothma with Kara. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then Ray, then Sabine and Kira. So okay, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Kira's AOS. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and I have I put the Zeta on Sabine just for conquest because I have like 20 yeah. Zetas spare or something. Right. And but like then you can get 10, 10 staggers per fight. Mm-hmm. They only have to mm-hmm. live to take a turn, and Ray's gonna nice. stop them getting crit. So mm-hmm. yeah. That's great. Um, and then another area where it was like, oh, yeah, he hasn't quite gotten to Sector 3 yet was when you cover the Sector 3 boss, which, of course, has the new mechanic, which is Han has to stay alive, you know, which I think uh, yeah. is kind of essential to mention that in, like, every <laughs> boss video for Sector 3. It's like, alert, alert, by the way, like, you think this is your biggest threat, do not <laughs> kill <laughs> Han, like, figure it um, going out, you know, without doing that. And so, um, yeah, did you kind of want to cover your experience once you got there and how you were uh, uh, handling that boss feed? Yeah, I I incinerated uh, 150 crystals and oh. then was talking with other people in Wolfpack who were also incinerating crystals until one guy said, hey, try this. And then it was <laughs> fine. <laughs> and it was fine. <laughs> like that, that harm boss is pretty miserable. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's so it's so badly designed. It's like the whole enemy team gets a hundred percent turn meter essentially, right? They take a lot of turns. Yeah. Well, I think they all start preloaded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and the boss can't die, which is massively unsynergistic to what they're giving you in data discs, because right. all your data discs are well, we're going to put thermal detonators and dots on everyone, so this harm boss is going to die. So yeah, it was it was I, uh, 
I don't, I must've gotten really lucky because I did it on the first try with Vader surviving with thermals and caustic emissions. I, well, <laughs> I, did, I did it. And then I, I was like, I don't want to touch this feed again. I don't want to touch this box again. <laughs> I didn't do it on my account first time, but I, I was, I always go into the first conquest on my account going, I'm fine to delete crystals and just get myself a good amount of knowledge. Right on what works and what doesn't because on all the other accounts I'm working on and the videos and people I talk to and help out, I can give them good advice. Right. And I, I like, you know, it's only a few crystals, it's whatever. Um, so I think Gen Jedi Master Kenobi is your best bet on that boss. Interesting. Okay. Then they don't get to meet her ever. So point. I was, so I, on all the other accounts I did it on, I used Jedi Master Kenobi, General Kenobi, Padme, Cat, and Darth Vader. Oh, and you got both of them at once. No, you can't get both. You can can't get both of them at once oh. because oh, the right, second the, feat is you can't use any good characters. You can't use any good characters. Right. <laughs> I mean, right, actually, point. you can you can walk through that sec that second feat with Rex clones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you were yeah, doing yeah. well. You can even do Padme lead uh, clones. Um, yeah, was also uh, I saw recommended, uh, which I think what I did it with, and it took me two tries uh, to get that mm-hmm. get that to work. So, because um, yeah, I had uh, also a similar build, and I think I took off one of my discs for that when I eventually got to it. Um, and a lot of times, like if I get to something like that where it's like, oh, it's gonna be easier without a disc, I'll just move on, and then finish everything else with like my proper disc build and then say, okay, what needs a disc change? And then I'll, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully minimize that. Uh, Cause I didn't get free disc changes. Uh, they didn't uh, give that. Um, so yeah, that was great. Um, and then another great uh, sector three breakdown. Um, you can do it in, you know, probably around 24 battles, um, which is great goal to shoot for. Should you try and do all of those things? Um, of course, hopefully, hopefully we'll keep those bugs and we can, uh, yeah, yeah. Even yeah we want those bugs. So, yeah. Uh, so moving on to sector four, um, Let's see, we got, um, oh, you know what? The, oh, well, I was, I was so excited for Sector 4 is because you have 50 kills with Empire units and I just unlocked my Lord Vader. So I was like, oh, sweet. Oh. Like, I get to just try him out here all I want and oh. like play around and just have all the fun with my Empire units. Um, and yeah, I, uh, I was still gearing him up. He was only like year 12, I think last, um, I was still working on those final, uh, gear pieces to take him to relic, but, uh, still no oh, problem. Lots of fun. Enjoy so it. fun. Yeah. <laughs> like you put Lord Vader and Darth Vader together. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. So good. Uh, I mean, I, yeah. when we talk about sector five, like Lord, Lord Vader, can literally one man most nodes in sector five. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow. Yeah, I think the hardest nice. part was because you know, depending on your disc build, you know, they had to get the kills. Yeah, have to get the kills. Yeah, yeah. Which so. is why you need to take uh, Darth Vader with you. And uh, I was okay. taking Darth Vader and then Gideon because mm-hmm. Gideon's super fast. So yeah. your Lord Vader goes, puts all the debuffs on them. Gideon goes takes all their turn meter away and then Vader, then Darth Vader goes and kills them all. 
and then gets all the kills. I okay. like that. Smart. Yeah, that's a great one. And a pretty easy on TM, uh, yeah. uh, setting that TM train. So that's pretty great. Um, and then, yeah, um, 14, I basically did the same thing that you did with the uh, light side team of potency down. It's like obviously GMY. And then, uh, you know, I personally just did the master Luke. Yeah, um, I, th I think I've called him a million fine. times. Yeah. 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 And again, this is another case where like, if you can find a Django that has healing immunity, you can basically knock this out in almost one node. You can mm -hmm. get like third tw 20 to 30. I mean, pretty easily if you're just yeah. calling him to assist. On you those. can, the, you can also look for nest. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. right. But, but the good thing about the potency down feat is you don't need to farm it super quick. You've got to do 14 fights with the full light side team anyway. Like there's yeah. real no rush. You can do, you can get three per fight and you're still going to be on target. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. It's I so think a lot of people do focus on, oh, I want to get this feat done as quickly mm -hmm. as possible and don't look at the whole sector and how that yeah. team they're yeah. using actually goes into the, mm -hmm. how you're going to progress the whole sector and think, well, oh, I just want to get this done as quick as possible. I remember we were halfway through and I hadn't even hit the third crate yet. And, and people were like, you got to hurry up. And I was like, guys, I have all these feats that are ready to pop. Like, just, just chill. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was in a similar position on one of the accounts and it was like, yeah, I was about halfway through. I was probably about like, I probably had like about 300 banners or sort of yeah. tickets, points, whatever you want. And then you're like, this looks super far away. And then right? you put it into an Excel document and you're like, this is actually not that far away. Mm -hmm. You'll just have one day where everything pops and you get like a hundred tickets in a day or something. Mm -hmm. Like I literally had days where I would go up like five or six reward tracks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, it definitely escalates at the end. You start moving a lot yeah. faster. Yeah. A little bit exponential in the speed. And I, again, I really appreciate the use of that because I think that was my biggest takeaway when I finished it was looking at it more on a macro level than a micro level and you know taking done with one team right away but that you know taking it a little bit slower and even looking back at these feats now it seems much more reasonable than the amount that i struggled <laughs> Mm -hmm. going through this the first time so which is just the way it always works i did this, this the first one is so hard and then the second and third one are exponentially easier you know by proxy mm -hmm. i do think this conquest looked very daunting when we first saw all of the feats yes and then in reality it's a grind it's a bit of a pain but it's not actually that unachievable as we probably first thought it did not feel any more difficult than any of the other conquests we've had since they've like made them more, you know, yeah, yeah. They've, they've made it so that you do need to refresh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think I refreshed more, but I wouldn't say it was enough more that I would complain about it. Right. Yeah. This one definitely cost me the most in crystals for the red crate. Yeah. Um, but well, there's more room for it, but I don't think it has the, um, potential for efficiency as the other ones but of course if i no. don't do that 40 kills with smugglers you know that'll take a lot of crystals crystal burden off mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, i must say i do think that it is possible to red box for 
about 1,050 crystals if you're super efficient. Okay, that's my goal. That, that won't be my goal for this one, but the third one, that will be my goal because uh, the third one of the last iteration, I completed it in 400 crystals. So I basically, that's like the third time I go for like maximum crystal efficiency yeah. um, once I feel I have it down. Uh, so in this next one will just be mostly testing. But, you know, trying but even if you say you spend 1,500 crystals on each of these three conquests, mm -hmm. you're yeah. getting a... Yep. You're still getting a pseudo GL level character. Mm -hmm. Like a, he's not going to be as good as a GL, but you know, the step between probably mm -hmm. for four and a half thousand crystals. And, yeah. and I mean, well, in TW, you... he'll be a GL yeah, level. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, but look at Maul and Cat. <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, oh. and when you look at it for a, for a crystal cost and, and level it to a pseudo GL, when you're farming tickets for your GL, you're spending 150 crystals a day anyway, refreshing energy yeah. minimum. And then you got to yeah. do it again to get the ultimate. So you're still spending yeah. the same amount of crystals there. Yeah. Also, also Boba, he's going to be insane in GA. Yeah. Like okay. if, you read, if you read his contract mm -hmm. and then look at a Beskar armor Mandalorian leader, mm -hmm. he's going to take, he's going to take, Two turns before the enemies take a turn. Yeah. And yeah. most of you, or two and a half turns, and most of your team's going to take two turns. Mm -hmm. He's he's actually ridiculous. Yeah. yeah and that's certainly a message that we've repeated ad nauseum. Just, you know, the crystal cost is definitely worth it. You know, I, yeah. I guess I don't know at what point the crystal cost crosses that barrier, but certainly at this point in time, yeah, it's very reasonable when you think about um, what you're getting per the crystal cost, even as that crystal cost seems to steadily be increasing at this time. Well, I mean, uh, at, the four, last at four and a half thousand crystals, it's the equivalent of getting... 48 shards of the latest marquee character exactly okay, <laughs> okay. i love it because you're, re you're repeating the math that i've done before so it's yeah. fantastic to me yeah it's it yeah. that's exactly it's it. a no it's a no-brainer to me mm -hmm. okay so as long as it's like four thousand crystals no-brainer <laughs> yeah Honestly, perfect absolutely i could no go brainer. you could go even higher i i oh, estimated yeah. it at six thousand you're okay. still laughing six thousand is 75 uh, crystals of a marquee yeah yeah i i had the same conversation when i was mathing out and i thought 2k crystals per mm -hmm. and my friend was like yeah that's still cheap yeah yeah still cheap yeah that's yeah. okay uh i definitely just want to promote that you know i I think it's good that everyone keep that in perspective as CG continues to either ramp it up or, you know, make the changes that, uh, you know, I think that is another interesting aspect of Conquest compared for the time sync compared to other game modes that might have a similar time sync, which is the stakes are so much higher in Conquest. You're not getting this level of character. You're not having this as the only avenue to get this style of character mm -hmm. in any other game mode, essentially. And so um, I think that's there's a certain pressure and or uh, uh, necessity might not be the right word, but uh, you know that's uh, generated, you know, based on the rewards for conquest over other things. Well, I, I think it's I think it depends on where you are as a player and also what sort of guild you're in. Mm -hmm. Like there, there'd have been a lot of people that were miles away from Lord Vader and thought, 
Yeah, malls are relevant. Mm-hmm. Right, absolutely. So, so didn't care. There's going to okay. be a lot of people that are in guilds that perhaps don't take TW seriously. So we'll look at Boba and go, nah, we're not, we're not that bothered. Totally. Okay. So yeah, but, it is different for everyone. That's a good point. Yeah, of course. Of course it's different for everyone. But I yeah. think people that are chasing to make their accounts as good as they possibly can should invest in doing as well as they can in conquest Mm -hmm. i have a friend who is not he's three and a half ish million gp so he can't even get into hard yet Mm -hmm. um and and we just like i trade notes with him on what to expect and i was like as soon as you can i was like you you need to do it because even just getting that first crate in hard is going to be better for your roster and he knows this so you, you know and the really great thing about about him in particular is very well aware of the fact that just because you can compete in that in that game mode and that difficulty level doesn't mean that you're entitled to the maximum reward yeah that's uh, we all have this entitlement thing Mm -hmm. oh the newest thing's coming out i should be able to get it yeah everyone's complaining about star pillar Oh, it requires four marquee characters. Oh, it's $2,000 to get Starkiller. Oh, that's unfair. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't have to have it on day one. No, you don't. Just uh, because it's in the game, I... you're not entitled to it. Mm-hmm. Personally, I fully support it. I think it's great. I think absolutely, you know, if someone's willing to spend that much, they should get it, you know, and for them to set up an event like this where, you know, you'll, if you want to free to play it or you want to grind it slow, that's an option and you can do that. If you want it now, you can pay for it. You know, I, I, exactly. I, I don't See, personally have any problem CG with that. With has to make up. money. Absolutely. Well, they they yeah. are a business. I think this is a great model. I think this is the kind of the thing that they should have done a long time ago in terms of just, you know, really letting the whales whale and giving them something that's worth it to mm-hmm. spend the astronomical amount of money that they, you know, even a single marquee costs, you know, relative to, um, you know, a lot of the more half measures that I think they've taken uh, leading up to this event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I like that the they've gone to this, well, they didn't do it for ex- Executor, but doing this whole, a character and a legend, legendary character is coming out, we'll leave the event permanently in the journey guide, mm-hmm. you get back to it as you want. I think, yeah. like, that's, that's the best release method. Because you're right, the whales can just go and get it done on day one, mm-hmm. and everyone else can get there at their own pace, and they don't have to go... Oh, am I going to get there ready for that six months when it comes back on exactly the day it comes back or I'm screwed sort of thing? Mm-hmm. They can just progress as they feel like and prioritize it as they want. It's, it's a good release method. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no one's obligated to do it. It's just really, you know, yeah. this is a monetary game. And if you want it, it's going to be, it requires monetization. So yeah, exactly. yeah, it makes, makes a lot of sense. Uh, but I want it, it. Side. That was fun, you guys. No, you do. Okay, are you going to go for it? No, no, I'm not spending two thousand dollars to try and get it. What are you insane? It's oh. <laughs> a good way. There is, there is a, there is a potential that I get Star Killer because <laughs> when Bam came out, they released a pack that you could infinitely buy that was two and a half thousand crystals mm-hmm. and it was 
only character shards of the characters needed for ban. Yes, I remember that. And I remember, and this was the last time I spent real money on the game. Like, I normally buy the marquee packs Mm -hmm. because I think they're good value. And I buy the battle pass because I think it's good value. But apart from that, I don't really spend. Mm -hmm. But I spent on BAM because it was Christmas. And I spent $150 to get BAM, which was a journey character. And that felt like a pretty decent return. If they release a pack like that for Starkiller... Mm-hmm. I have enough crystals saved that I could potentially get. Them. Wow, nice! I, have, I think I have fifty-two K crystals. In the need to need to stay tuned for this. Yeah, I, I'm gonna <laughs> keep an eye out on your Discord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for with the winner. I'm I'm excited. I, I I hope you do. I hope that turns well, out. So we'll, cool. we'll see. It depends on how they how they monetize the uh, the marquees. Right. And well, whether they're good, because if they're garbage, I might just skip them completely. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, it's good to get your perspective on those packs as well. Uh, that's always kind of uh, good to hear. You know what people who are experiencing them um, and what they think of them. So um, take mm-hmm. that to heart. Um, okay. Back on track. Let's do some sector five, you guys. What do you say? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> this is where the rubber meets the road. Uh. Sector five um so i actually this is one of the ones that i skipped was the 50 kills with mandalorian units um but i think it's a lot easier than really i gave it credit for and i mean i even have um uh mall but i just think for me personally i think i'd much rather do like the just a team wins is such an easier feat, even though it may take more battles than winning with like a certain number of kills, because especially with like this disc builds, like it's, I sometimes find it very difficult to like, make sure that like that character is getting the turn and and they don't have the health. And there are times it's just a headache. I feel like I'll just, just go in with that team and press auto and I get the win and I can get the keys anyway. I'll tell you something. Nothing is easier than 50 kills with Mandalorians if you have more. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Nothing is easier. This team, and this, I was doing this, uh, and my friend was doing this with gear gear 13 Walshaw, gear 12 Candorous, Wat Tambor, and then Bo and Bam, who do no damage. Let's right. be let's be realistic. Yeah. They deal no damage. This team will walk through sector five at one percent stamina, which is wild. Walk through it, not even close. Mm-hmm. This the team is bananas. Mm-hmm. It's it's so so good. So you're making your I way through the it. sector and getting the kills. You're, you're walking through the sector. Yeah, <laughs> like like the. We did the, I remember doing a mini boss at, I think it was 10% stamina or 20% stamina or something. And just, you just kill four people before they get to take a turn. Mm-hmm. Because Maul will take three, four turns. Yep. And then Candorous will take a turn as well. And you've just killed four people easy. Hmm. Okay. And their team doesn't, and the enemy teams don't do much when they're one unit. <laughs> when you've taken away all of their friends. Yeah, exactly. 
Okay, well, I'll definitely tackle that next time. Uh, you know, uh, sounds like that was uh, much easier, which I mean, I, you know, I knew it was for the most part, but um, sometimes I just, ugh. Maul is just the second most busted tune you can have for Conquest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's uh, quite the endorsement. That's great. Um, and then, yeah, so, you know, you need those 14 wins with Imperial Remnants. And I kind of did the same thing. I was like going along and doing those wins with the Imperial Remnants. I was using basically Slicker or I think JML leads just to like against a team that they did. So basically my Imperial Remnants would die. So I wouldn't, or one or two of them would die. So I wouldn't get a three star on the node, but yeah, yeah. I would get the 14, you know, I basically plotted through and got those 14. I'm not even sure if there's so. a team that can consistently get the full kill, like right. the, the three right. star. I think your best yeah, bet is Vader. Because mm-hmm. if you have Vader plus the disc setup, mm-hmm. Vader going first should mean that they all just kill themselves on their own turn. Okay. Right. But um, I don't think that was Lord Vader. Right? Yeah, Lord Vader. Sorry, Lord no, that's Vader. That's what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I'm definitely going to try that uh, this next time. And he is up. the yeah, most man. busted tune for conquest. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited to try it. Yeah, I've got him in relics now, so that'll be really fun. Um, and then yeah, tenacity up and stun are pretty standard feats. I mean, those can be done pretty easily. It seems with yeah. you know, just like mm-hmm. you were saying. Uh, Jedi Knight loop, you know, you're going to get lots of stuns and you can get lots of tenacity with GMY um, and go from there. I don't know if you want to talk about your comp a little bit um, that you had for those two feats. Yeah, so um, for the tenacity up and stun, I went with Jedi Knight Luke lead, Jedi Master Luke, Grandmaster Yoda, Hermit Yoda. And I went Wat Tambor just just because I wanted to give Jedi Master Luke uh, the taunt. But probably isn't super important because Jedi Master Luke's super fast and once you take a turn, the enemy doesn't ever again. But the idea here is that uh, you have Grandmaster Yoda to give you tenacity up from battle meditation. And you have Luke who, once your first character takes a turn, Luke's going to get you five stuns straight off the bat. And then you can do some looping with Grandmaster Yoda to try and get more battle meditations and more stuns from Jedi Knight Luke. Mm-hmm. Essentially, it's just a it's just a super control team. Yeah. That's really powerful and generally shouldn't struggle with a lot of teams. Though, you know, they could always it could always be a Phoenix team and Sabine kills your Jedi Master Luke on her first turn as she hits him 50 times in a row or something. Mm-hmm. Mm. But yeah, generally it's just a super powerful team that double dips on both of the feats you're looking to complete. Because sector sector five can be tricky. Like some of the fights are really hard. You're fighting full relic eight teams. Yeah, yeah. But I I did find that those two feats are pretty good to get done as you're making your way through. You don't really need to focus on them too too much. And And another team, a pretty powerful team for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, another team that works pretty well for that is uh, Jedi Master Kenobi Mm -hmm. with Padme, GK, R two D two, and Cat. Because Jedi Master Kenobi has his own tenacity up to the team, and you have a lot of characters in there that can call R two D two to assist. R two D two tries to stun every time he basics. 
So if you don't want to run your JML into Oblivion Stamina, you can use <laughs> Jedi Master Kenobi. Yeah. It's, it's not too bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so your breakdown for this was about 33 fights. So, uh, you know, good to keep in mind, you know, uh, a ceiling or a basement, you know, for uh, accomplishing everything in a Sector 5. Um, I definitely felt like the Sector 5 hardest part was because I was not getting three stars so often. It was the cleanup that was costing me the most battles in yeah. Sector 5. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how I well I I'm, I know how I'm going to rectify that. It's going to be Lord Vader next time. So <laughs> we'll uh, see how that goes. I found that what I did when I got to Sector Five, uh, I only progressed forward with teams that I knew would three star a node. Um, so for that reason, I didn't actually get to the Sector Five boss until two days before Conquest was going to end. Yeah. So was yeah, the same. I think that, I think that's very reasonable. reasonable. Yeah, and, and just because I know, like, if I have to go back and clean up, that's fine. But I don't want to clean up the whole map, right? Yeah, but if you've got more, you can three-star at 1% stamina. So <laughs> you can get halfway through the sector. This is true. I did not try my mall, but maybe I will next Conquest. <laughs> it was it was the most fun. A little story about that. My One of my friends, who, like my best friend, like, I was talking to him and he was like, I'm having such a miserable time with Conquest. Mm-hmm. I'm just not enjoying it. I'm losing too many fights, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And I said, look, when you get to Sector 5 and you get to try Maul, you're going to have a lot of fun. He's like, oh, I don't believe you. Oh, it's horrible. And, and he gets to Sector 5 and he's like, can you come and help me? And I was like, yeah. So he loaded up his stream and I was like, let's have a quick look at your disc changed all of his discs to the caustic emissions, etc. loads maul and just goes to town. And he's like, just, he just can't stop laughing. And he's like, this team's ridiculous. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. That's, it's, it's so much fun. I've got to, I'm going to try it next one. Cause I think yeah, it'll be fun. Well, speaking of a little story time, uh, mm-hmm. we are on to talking about the sector five boss. <laughs> uh, which was either a nightmare or mm-hmm. uh, very easy, depending on uh, you know what videos you watched running into it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sarah, did you want to share yeah. your experience? Yeah, so we had a little back and forth, but I don't. But apparently, I didn't get the full story. Like when we were messing each other on Discord. You didn't get the full story. So I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this by saying I was watching two different videos, so two different strategies for this sector five boss note. Um, the first one was a Jedi Knight Luke team. So you weren't going to get both feats. You were able to get like, um, I think it's Bo and Bam that need to survive. If I'm remembering correct, you could get that with it, but it had a specific disc build. And the second one was the Bam lead team with, uh, Han, Chewie, Boba, Bam, um, or Bo and Bam. Really quick, just jump in to give uh, credit to Tripolisis uh, who yes. came out with that video, which I followed, which I will also post in our resources as uh, after I watched that video, Conquest mm-hmm. was completely different and easy for me. But uh, anyway, sorry, go on. I just wanted mm-hmm. to get some credit. Um, so I switched my discs for that, or I, did, I, I tweaked them slightly and it did not work. I'm like, okay. And I'm talking to my officers and they're like, Sarah, it has to work. Like, and one of them screenshot his team and it was at like 10% stamina, showed me the stats on their characters. 
And I was like, well, like my BAM at the time was gear eight. So I was like, maybe it's because he's gear eight, that this isn't working. Wasn't working. So then I, I watched Bit Dynasty's video, which had the Jedi Knight Luke team, switched my discs around, tried that, wouldn't work. So then I was like, okay, I'll go back to the BAM team, talking to my officers. I spent 200 energy on this node trying to get this feat done. And at least four of these battles, I realized I had gone in with the wrong discs because I was going back and forth. So I was going in with this BAM team and I had voluntary Vanguard equipped. And I'm like, why are they killing my Chewie so quickly? Like, what is going on? Um, and yeah, so I just abandoned all hope. I was like, I'm not getting it. Screw it. I have wiggle room. I don't need these feats. I'll just go clean up some other node. And I just JMK'd the team. And I was like, screw, screw this and called it a day. And then I talked to Vox in the next day. And let me tell you, I talked to at least seven different people, watched all these videos, not a single person until I talked to Vox and went, hey, do you have BAM's leadership Zeta? And I knew right away. And I was like, no, he's gear eight. Why am I going to put a Zeta on him? I put that Zeta on and it was night and day. <laughs> It was over yeah. in 30 seconds. Yeah. You were busy. You're like, I'll try it in the morning. It's like, oh, I can't wait for that post. And then you're just like, yep, mm -hmm. did it easy. First mm -hmm. try. You like, wish someone had mentioned that sooner. Right. So PSA, you need the Zeta. <laughs> yeah. I actually even made a comment on Tripolysis's video uh, just to, so I, I'm hoping my comment might float to the top but i basically posted in there like by the way you need bam zeta for this to work and then actually going forward this bam team which you can just load up with han uh fennec mm -hmm. uh chewy and boba mm -hmm. your the other team is never going to take a turn like with this disc build and this team you han shoots first and then it's win that's it like it's going to be a three star every time you can burn your stamina down to nothing like and then and it was just like night and day difference not only with like with this node but with conquest in general for me with this disc build because even just kind of like you were saying bobo with like you know you can just steamroll with like one tune sometimes yeah. but like with this disc build which was perseverance volatile accelerator and mm -hmm. three uh amplify uh, anguish amplify, amplify agony anguish. Amplify agony. Mm -hmm. agony thank you um you just like you take one move like that one aoe from jml that one aoe from lord vader i didn't test lord vader but i tried like jml and slk and basically their opening aoe would like kill the entire team because then when they take a turn they go down to like zero health and then the dots kill them as yeah. soon as they like after their turn actually turns over so the, it was like perseverance important um it is, or is it just, just in, about the the rest of it like because the amplify i understand like how the amplify agony with harm works because it's then three iterations of turn meter to bam mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but yeah i think mostly it's you're right it's probably not as necessary i think it really is just a safety valve if someone takes a turn then you actually like attack twice and with the way those yeah, sure. uh amplified agonies are stacking you know you're just making sure yeah. that you'll like get through it but uh but yeah i mean i guess you're right it's, it's with aoa that's doing all the mm -hmm. work not the follow-up basic attack but i think with the bam team yeah like getting 
you know, that extra attack in the opening does make sure you're generating enough. It, it makes sure that you're constantly just getting enough TM because everyone's yeah. um, getting that extra hit in if you're running that bam lead. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm definitely, I'm going straight for that next time and kind of, you know, work around it. And then the thing was, was I found it did not work at all, especially with bam lead on a nest team. It's just like you time out. It's impossible. Right. Um, so there are a couple caveats to, you know, or if you come across that, um, Django with damage immunity. Again, it's not going to, there's nothing you can do. It's not going to beat that team. So there are some cases to keep in mind, not to use that BAM lead, but I'm definitely going to use that BAM lead for all of my Boba, Fennec, uh, Han, um, mm-hmm. I think, uh, feet, uh, global feats next time. Just put those three on a team and go forward with that. Yeah. And then yeah. I was thinking too, with like a theory craft of it, is that if like, if, even for like the Mandalorian wins, if you could time it so that your turn meter was like um, Maul, you know, LV does a turn and then Maul has that second turn after the whole team has taken a turn. So they're all just sitting at like one health and then uh, like you can get Maul to like AOE and just like kill them all at once. But again, I don't know. That's so you want a- Va- But you really want Vader for your remnant kills. Right. Okay. Okay. Because uh, the mall team's good enough, good enough on its own, mm-hmm. okay. and Vader's the only way your remnant team realistically is going to get three stars. Three stars. Yeah. I, guess, I guess SLKR with this setup might work too. Yeah. I, I, I haven't tried that. No, I did point. it. Point. I, I did I, it with SLKR, and it was one star every time. Yeah. I. Okay. I think. I think Vader just because Vader is going to apply so many dots to everyone which are then going to be amplified and yep. turned into thermal detonators and stuff that they just, you just watch them. You literally, he AOEs, they take turns. You just watch them go pop, 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 pop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's great. I had a thermal detonator build through most of it. Um, and um, I got through just fine. It was okay. But then I, I really felt like this build hit home for me personally. So um yeah, I really enjoyed that. And then uh, Bit Dynasty also has a video out, which I think you mentioned on the Sector 5 boss. So um, good to keep that in mind as well. And then I'm sure, uh, Bobo, you probably have more uh, Conquest videos coming out now that you've really gone through the whole thing and um, have more ideas. Yeah, I, I do. I will be making five videos I'm not sure when I'm going to release them. I want to sort of release them to tie up with when the next Conquest go live goes live. But I'm going to be releasing a series of five videos for how I personally am going to be approaching day one, two, three, four, and five. Oh, cool. What teams, what teams I'm going to be using, how I'm going to approach each sector, how I'm going to approach each day's energy. And I'm literally mapping it down to which team is going to have and which character is going to have how much stamina so I can use the stamina at an appropriate level for the second day and like where I'm going to attack which nodes in the morning and the evening. And then really so I can have a five-day plan of how I'm going to get as far as I can into Conquest as possible so I can have an easy time for the following nine days. And honestly, I think like the way I'm looking at it is that I should have about 430, what are we calling them, feet points Mm -hmm. after five days. 
mm-hmm. and leave myself at about needing 90 to 95 battles over the remaining nine days and I'll be done with everything. That's pretty That's good. That's a great breakdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah, you have to you have to tune in for those <laughs> guys live. Yeah. yeah, I'm personally going to keep an eye out for that. I think that's going to be just super important. Uh, I just want to mention one last thing with the conquest, especially which Sarah went over with um, Sir G last time. But, you know, with the hard path, I think it's really important that you take the hard path in the sectors where you can get discs. Mm-hmm. But then in the sectors that it's just the Jawas, the, the scavengers, it's not only just like take what's easy really look for the nodes that you need to farm you know it's like look ahead and look for the teams that you can farm for the feats whether that's a night sister whether that's a um you know getting eight kills on imperial troopers or you know whether mm-hmm. it's just an easy uh, uh uh ewok team that you can auto you know mm-hmm. um and so uh, I just kind of wanted to hammer that home. I thought that bore repeating. There's, yeah. there's, there is a little bit more to that with the hard path for discs. Mm-hmm. You only need to do two nodes because then you can see what the disc choices are going to be. Yes. And if the hard node disc choice is awful, you can just go back to the what's the best for my feet progression. Yeah. That's a great, and like, that's what I was oh, doing too tip. with the, with the scavenger side, I, I would try the hard and see what was there. If I wanted something in there, I would go for it. And if not, no harm in, and falling off. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's I a great tip. Yeah, I think it's a... more, it's more important for the data disks. Yes. Until at least until you get your full data disk strategy online mm-hmm. that like once your data disk strategy is online and it's the best it's going to be you don't really care about the partners at all really and i find that if you are if you are getting the battle pass you're getting consumables anyway so the likelihood of you buying them in a scavenger is pretty like i didn't buy any consumables from scavengers uh i did i don't i don't think i did i'm pretty the sure only one but the only ones i bought and I bought them every time I saw them for 15 conquest currency mm-hmm. with frenzy discs, uh, frenzy consumables. Right. Yeah. Because it's good. it's so nice just having them. Yeah. Just those having were really one good. where you can go, where you can go. Oh, this boss node's a bit tricky. Oh, mm-hmm. I'll load in Wat Tambor with uh, frenzy, and my whole team's going first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah, it's great. Oh, that's so, great. I, I think that's about the. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, it doesn't work with Han, unfortunately. It only works with Watt. <laughs> but I mean, it is it is good to also repeat, like you are getting consumables in the in that reward yeah. track. So you might as well use them. They don't roll over. Yeah, I, I, I kept forgetting until about halfway through. I, I used a lot on the sector five and sector four bosses. Yeah. When I, I, I got annoyed with them. When I kept failing with my BAM team, I lo- I had three consumables equipped, and I was like, "This is this is broken." <laughs> so yeah, I I didn't I didn't have the good data discs set up because mm-hmm. I didn't realize it until I'd got all of my data discs. Yeah, <laughs> and, so, and then it's so too to, yeah. it's too late then. So I had to grind I had to grind the Gideon boss the hard way, which was consumables with a, a BAM team without Han and Chewie mm-hmm. and taking nine minutes to win the fight. Oh. 
So that was fun. <laughs> it was really fun actually watching the video. You had a some choice words. Did not really. But you, you, know, you definitely uh, oh, it's, alliterated. I, you had some struggles there on your sector five video. I I think that that boss was not particularly well designed. <laughs> yes, that's the nice way to put it. Yes, yeah. uh, but better designed than the harm boss. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, good to put in relative to that. And actually, I, I almost felt bad. I was kind of taking us off on another tangent, but there was a, that was a, a, you guys just packed in a ton of like amazing advice there. That was so good. Uh, so yeah, I think a lot of the stuff you just said, and I, I did the same. I kind of veered off of going for even discs. Like by the time I was like halfway through sector four, I felt like I had all the builds I needed, you know, or um, I wasn't. Yeah, because I, I had. You're not really going to double stack the thermal one and whatever, and so. I already had a perseverance and I had everything that was supported those discs. So I didn't really, you know, I, I came across a couple of nodes where it's like, yeah, there's no discs here I need anymore. So I just kind of started going um, wherever it was easiest. Um, and so, yeah, just really good idea to kind of keep that in mind with the hard path. It's not strict, you know, you can find ways to get around it, you know, um, or just keep an eye out for what, what you need and, uh, you know, find the flexibility. So, um, Bobo, thank you so much for being here. I can't wait to see what you have coming up. Mm -hmm. uh, you've just been doing so much great work. I'm sure it's going to be shared in our Discord. Uh, I'm going to put a link to your Discord in our Discord um, so people come check it out. Uh, and besides watching your videos, it's a great place to look at all of the slides that he puts together um, for his videos. Uh, so definitely please check those out uh, and uh, catch up with subscribe to his youtube channel i uh, did that myself um this week while i've been watching your videos uh it was actually just this week that i finally got to subscribing which was nice uh and with that it's time to go switch off